While the world watched President Joe Biden drift off to sleep at a global climate change conference, any sense of laughter was cut short by the president apologizing for the U.S. leaving the Paris Climate Agreement. Plus, his newly announced emergency plan will utilize the full weight of the federal government to address the, quote-unquote, increasing impacts of the global climate crisis in order to enhance global stability. Read that, as we're going to be spending billions of dollars every year overseas with money we don't have to help those that don't want our help to combat a problem that doesn't exist at all in the name of resetting society that eradicates your liberties and freedom. We'll look at the coming global tyranny if the leaders of COP26 get their way in today's analysis behind the news, where we provide the perspective and the plan to save American liberty and independence. We have to keep in mind that Biden's Build Back Better plan is just a ripoff from the United Nations. The UN originated the plan from its Project on Sustainable Development, Agenda 21. In mid-2020, the UN's website posed the question, so, going forward, can the private sector build back better to reorder the post-pandemic world, or might the UN's vision of a sustainable future be relegated to a low-priority aspiration? The implication is that the private sector plays a leading role in reordering the world after COVID. This seems to be a quiet way of suggesting the globalist coveted new world order be finally put into place, which means a society reoriented to live by global rules under global government with the concepts of independence and individual liberty taking a back seat to rights given to you from these government of elites who think they know how to run your life better than you do. Global leaders are making this very case during their very dire opening remarks at the UN COP26. According to the NDTV, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the world is at one minute to midnight on doomsday clock. The nationalnews.com published a video of UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres' opening remarks in which he stated, our addiction to fossil fuels is pushing humanity to the brink. We face a stark choice. Either we stop it or it stops us. And it's time to say enough. Enough of brutalizing biodiversity. Enough of killing ourselves with carbon. Enough of treating nature like a toilet. Enough of burning and drilling and mining our way deeper. We are digging our own graves. The same website also captured some of President Biden's remarks, including calling climate change as the existential threat to human existence as we know it. And every day we delay, the cost of inaction increases. Every one of those emitting those dire remarks are convinced that the global society as a whole, but led by developed nations, is at fault for the supposed crisis we are in and that a collective action must be taken to move economies off of fossil fuels replace it with renewal, renewable energy resources, and protect the environment. However, what has allowed the most prosperous countries to develop into the powerhouses they are has been one based off of capitalism, the free flow exchange of goods and services based on conditions dictated by the markets. To change this by artificially forcing resource limitations, specific manufacturing methods, and moving from one economic system to another will take central planning and the crushing weight of tyrannical government to make those changes happen. History has not been kind to those countries that have devolved into these types of central planning governments. 
the civilian body count due to government killing is a staggering indictment of central planning. It has absolutely no place in countries that are based on the rule of law or for any society interested in living one's life free. In recent decades, the United Nations has greatly focused on reaching out to the youth to brainwash them of the globalist propaganda in hopes that they will act in lockstep to build global citizenship at the expense of loyalty to any specific country. You parents have probably seen this firsthand, the type of propaganda your kids bring home from school regarding climate change. In September, the UN published a report called Our Future Agenda, which it says is a vision and plan for next and future generations. Its website says, Our future agenda calls for a new deal for a new generation, covering education, jobs, and the climate, and for a rejuvenated multilateral system that delivers its promise to listen to and work with young people. Now remember that typically, when American politicians have called for new deals, it has resulted in a huge expanse of the federal government usurping power from we the people and diminishing individual freedom and responsibilities. Look up the New Deal from President Franklin Roosevelt, the Great Society from President Lyndon Johnson, and the combined impact they have had on implementing and expanding unconstitutional federal social programs. So when the authors of the UN report call for a global plan to tackle immediate and urgent priorities in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, and to address the longer-term need for quality education and skills development, secure and meaningful jobs and economic opportunities, and more sustainable ways of living, think of this in terms of the proper role of government. What has government done to your individual freedom by tackling the COVID-19 crisis? Are you more free today than you were two years ago? Or maybe 10 years ago, 50 years ago? With the measuring stick of freedom, we see throughout history that our freedoms diminish as government grows. Think of what this means if central planning is instituted on a global scale. As cliche as it is, picture a frog in a pot of water slowly being heated until it is too late to do anything, and the frog is boiled alive. That's where we are headed if we allow globalists to co-opt our American system any further. Watch what comes out of the COP26 summit. Already there are pledges being made by large corporations to buy into the climate change hysteria. Entire industries have already been grappling with how to comply and are being proactive in adapting climate change proposals. Many Republicans have even capitulated by forming their own conservative climate caucus in the House of Representatives. You know, nothing says defeat better than a Republican buying into this globalist hysteria and thinking that government has a role to play in saving the planet. The arrogance of man thinking he can stave off a natural trend of climate is totally astonishing. Yet there it is on full display, not only in Glasgow for the next couple of weeks, but also in the nation's top companies, the halls of Congress and in the state houses. If you care about living free, it's time to get off of the sidelines. A tireless minority of active citizens have shown throughout world history that it is a force to be reckoned with. And when that force is organized and working on one agenda, it can be unstoppable, even in the face of overwhelming odds. The John Birch Society was created to expose the globalist march to the new world order, and it was created to stop them by protecting and exercising the very structure of government our founding fathers created centuries ago. 
The Constitution is the solution, and so is getting out of the United Nations. So join the John Birch Society today and work with many others throughout the country who have had enough of government abuses and are working to get government back into its constitutional limitations. If you're not freer today than you were two years ago, you cannot afford to not be involved. Don't let the Great Reset be the death knell for American freedom. Join today. All links are in the video description. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and be bold, patriots.